Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and I'll be your host on this journey through the world of Alberta barbecue and beyond. Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast, and thank you for tuning into episode 60. I sure appreciate you checking out the show, and I hope you enjoy it. If you like what you hear, please give us a rating and review, and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB Financial. Visit www.albertapodcastnetwork.com to see the full lineup of great podcasts. Speaking of the Alberta Podcast Network, stay tuned for an official announcement and details coming soon, but I can mention that Travis and Ty from the 2 and Out CFL Podcast will be doing their live podcast event during Grey Cup Week here in Calgary this November, just like they did last year, and I'm really excited that Eat More Barbecue will be involved in the event. Listen in and watch our social media for more info coming soon. There are just a few events left on the 2019 Canadian Barbecue Society competition calendar, and they are all backyard competitions. September 21st in La Bonté, Quebec, is La Classique La Bonté contest, and September 22nd in Lumsden, Saskatchewan, is Smoke in the Valley. The final event on the calendar for this year goes October 5th in Portneuf, Quebec. It's the Portneuf Barbecue Competition. For more details and a full calendar of events, check out the Canadian Barbecue Society website at www.cbbqs.ca. Are you a pop culture junkie? If so, the Alberta Podcast Network has a number of great shows for you. Pop Cycle dissects pop culture's connective threads. Here's Eric to tell you all about it. Hey, it's Eric from Pop Cycle, the Pop Culture Connections podcast. On our show, we discuss just how incestuous pop culture really is, but in a really fun way. We take a chunk of culture, be it a movie, an actor, a song, a musician, or a book, and then by going as far away as possible, by way of six degrees of separation, we end up right back where we started. It's a lot of fun, so if you're so inclined, take a listen. We're also part of the Alberta Podcast Network, so you can find us via albertapodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Visit www.albertapodcastnetwork.com to find Pop Cycle and all the other great Alberta-based podcasts on the network. If you were fortunate enough to hang out at any of the Alberta Cup barbecue competitions this summer, there's a good chance you saw the two cowboys and their camera making the rounds. For the last six or seven years now, the Cowboys have traveled the world, bringing the stories of the people they meet as well as the communities they visit to their YouTube audience. I recently sat down with Hendrik Van Wyck to get the story of how they came to be and what's coming in the future. Have a listen and enjoy. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm here uh, at an old haunt here at Patty's with Hendrik Van Wyck of Two Cowboys. Hendrik, welcome. How are you doing today? All right, man. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you for having me. No, it's great. And, and I'm sure that guy with the F-350 is very yeah. excited about that. Okay. Just went past us right here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Outside oh, on the patio. It's a beautiful uh, late summer day here. I'm, I'm not really used to this. I'm usually, people look at my face and I can get away with just about anything. Yeah. Now they're actually going to see if I'm making any sense when right. I speak. Well, and you're used to being on the other side of it too, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so uh, tell me, who are the two cowboys? Uh, what's, the, uh, what's the story there? Well, the easy introduction is we're just a bunch of jokers having fun, but yeah. that's but that's just a really small part of the story. Mm-hmm. We started the Two Cowboys as, a, as an online brand that does promotion mm-hmm. of uh, lifestyle um, content. Yeah. Uh, several reasons. Uh, we were tired of the cubicle. We yeah. wanted to get a life change. <laughs> yeah. um, second career. Second reason we did it was we discovered for our own own benefit what the values are. 
around making things, around cooking and eating good, healthy food that you make yourself and associating with people around that. And we wanted a medium that allowed us to, to communicate that. So we launched the Two Cowboys. Two Cowboys initially started with myself and business partner in New Zealand, who subsequently are no longer with us. And, okay. and promptly, as we kicked it off, my son joined us from film school. Okay. His name is Henry. And... Uh, so we're actually not two cowboys, we're three cowboys. Okay. But the brand stuck because I registered yeah. it. So, so you oh, see wow. the, the guys behind the camera change, but I, yeah. for, for my sense, I, I ended up being the face of the brand. So yeah. that's the two cowboys. So it's a, it's a brand, it's, yeah. a, it's a business at, 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 as well, which, mm-hmm. which makes it challenging. Yeah. So what was kind of the process of getting that all on, you know, off the, uh, off the ground, I guess is what I'm trying to say, to getting started, building an audience, how's that? Talk there's, about that a little bit. There's a there's a lot of glamour that people throw at you when you do these kind of things. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you the hard words <laughs> or, the, or the way that things really work. Uh, we were fortunate in the fact that we, my family's been in the television and video production business for many years. Mm-hmm. 15 years in South Africa, New Zealand, and my mum uh, retired and she said to me, it's finally time for you to take over the family business. Right. But um, video and television production business is, is unfortunately under a lot of pressure. So you have to make a move to new media and with new media you can't play the old recipes and we started looking for a new recipe a new recipe that aligns with our personalities with our interests and where we can we find a market where people want to want to listen to it and they they want to watch it and the two cowboys brand kicked off in february march 2015 and uh, we celebrate people that make things right that's the thing that we gravitated towards. Yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of uh, philosophical and emotional reasons why making something is good for people to do. Yeah. We uh, looked around us and say, where's the stuff that people still make that doesn't come out of a can or, or out of a packet or, or in the restaurant? Even the restaurant food nowadays all sous vide out of packets where yeah. the sauce is prepackaged. Not, not even the chefs know what they're doing. So for us, that became a, a main theme and we found a certain value system amongst the people that make things. And we said, all right, let's build our content around that. Okay. So as far as the audience goes, initially, we shot just about anything yeah. that, uh, of, that of people that are making things. Okay. So we did bakers, breweries, woodcrafters, uh, distilleries, um, meat processing, butchers, uh, furniture. But just the list goes on of people making things. And then we realized that... We tend to do better with our content around the stuff we love, mm-hmm. which is beer, barbecue, yeah. and the other thing I'm not allowed to talk about. So th- those two things are definitely the, the area that we gravitate towards, right. and it's also where our audience became the strongest. Mm-hmm. And due to some good, solid support we had here in Alberta, and I would say Gus from Linwood Ranch was one of the first yeah. people that reached out to us and said, you know what, you guys, we like your, we like your philosophy and we want some people to tell our story for right. us. Yeah. Won't you guys come and do that? And that that's how the thing rolled so today we're just over 18,000 on Facebook Uh, subscribers on YouTube not that much but we have an enormous amount of people watching the content we have 60 to 80,000 people a week watching our programming we've pushed out more than 400 programs now in the last three years Um, and we write it down to the fact that most people of our age don't know how to hit the subscribe button on YouTube (laughs) it seems to be a platform for younger people uh, but they do know how Facebook works and and that works out for us so we keep on honing our brand Mm -hmm. we keep on honing our business for us it is a business this is not uh, becoming world famous wear a g-string and, and, and get a sponsor this is yeah. not how things work in our game yeah. because we're serious people so yeah. with that um, 
we gravitate towards companies that support us and businesses that support us. And funny, that's the third thing we were looking after. We tend to gravitate beer, barbecue, and good friendships. Right. And People. friendships and business is worth gold. So Indeed. those are the ones that stand out for us. And you'll see also when we when we have partnerships or when we put content out, it's typically people that like to work with us, we like to work with them. And those are the types of content you see out. Um, we were looking for the next progression of um, the two cowboys, and I'm breaking the news here, okay. so you get the exclusive. Oh, wow. exciting. So the two cowboys smokehouse oh, okay. is coming in uh, spring next year. Awesome. And uh, our idea is not to do a typical smokehouse, but we are going to build on a pop-up uh, idea, pop-out market idea. We got the location. Um, 6,000 people drive past us in the boundary country in Greenwood every day on a summer's day. And we'll be inviting people from near and far, backyard cooks, competition, barbecue, teams, restauranteurs, chefs, to say, come and cook with us. It must be outdoors. It must include meat. And not only will we cook and serve the food, we'll also make programs about our experiences doing it. So awesome. instead of going to places, yeah. the fellow next to us is very, very uh, enthusiastic about his barbecue this afternoon. But that's um, that's the next evolution for us. So we want to instead of going there, we want to bring people to us. So that's next summer. That's next in Greenwood. That's BC. Greenwood, British Columbia. Nobody knows where Greenwood is. I've heard, I, I've heard of it. I think probably from your content. But whereabouts is uh, whereabouts is Greenwood? So. The funny thing about Greenwood, before I tell you where it is, is mm-hmm. it was at one st- at one 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 point in time considered to be to be the the capital to be for British Columbia. Okay, it lost out to Victoria. Yeah. The uh, British Columbia High Court was in Greenwood wow. at the turn of the last century. Yeah. So where is it? It's in the Kootenays, southern Kootenays on the border. Okay. Between the Soyuz and Grand Forks. Okay. Yeah. And it's we're closer to Spokane than Kelowna. Right. Yeah. Okay. So we are literally sitting on the border right. to the U.S. Right. And uh, Highway Three runs right through the center of town. Okay. It was uh, it was uh, initiated as a city in 1897. Okay. And uh, the property we are investing in. Mm-hmm. Uh, was built in 1897. Okay, so there's a lot of history, awesome. and it's basically gold town, copper town, and and, uh, and and it went through boom and bust. It's also one of the locations for the internment camps after the Second World War. Okay, so that a lot of history. Caslow and Greenwood. Yes, yeah. so that's why Greenwood stands out, is because yeah. there's culture there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that sounds awesome. So that's uh, yeah. that's very exciting. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, so you got the exclusive. You, you got the scoop on that. I'll run with that one. That's awesome. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Uh, so you're besides the smokehouse. Uh, when a company wants to work with you, what's what's involved in that? I know you guys do a fair bit of traveling around. What's the what happens there when somebody comes to you and says we want to work with two cowboys? There's a few ways they can work with us. Uh, the one um, we say we take everything uh, in exchange except children and wives. Mm-hmm. So in many cases we barter. Barter is the key thing for us. It also works well uh, with the kind of businesses we deal with because we do drink our yeah. beer and we do eat our meat and yeah. therefore to be able to barter product yeah. is important to us but sometimes barter don't look good in the fridge. Right. So um, we make it affordable for mm-hmm. the people that wants to work with us. We have small coffee shops that contribute on a monthly basis to us to say right. make content about our cinnamon buns or, right. or our espresso coffee. And then we have larger companies that, that pay us uh, good good money, either on an ad hoc basis or on a retainer basis, yeah. where we produce content for them. And not all con- content's two cowboys. Right. Uh, with the niche that we develop, 
we realized that there's a, an art and a storytelling, the, the sort of the authentic reality style content that we can produce. Right. So companies we work with, and I'm going to give them a punt here, is uh, companies like Camplock Ford has been very, okay. yeah. very good at us. Um, Bucars RVs, a company okay. that we work very closely with, very good at the, uh, to the Cowboys. Right. So you see my face on, on uh, Facebook pop up every once in a while in a Ford truck or, or okay. trying to find out what's the next greatest thing about an RV or, or how to hook up your sewer line. Right. <laughs> yeah. So um, those are the ways that we work with our companies and, and we've helped build some really nice businesses in Calgary on the nice. back of that content. Awesome. So um, it's, it's flexible. Yeah. But the two Cowboys is, is our first love. Yeah. Awesome. Well, that's, uh, that's awesome. Talk about uh, some of your travels. I know you guys have been around the world. Now, South Africa is originally home for you then? South Africa is born and bred. Yep. Yes. How long have you been over on, on this side of the sea? I've, I've escaped South Africa 21, uh, in 2001. Okay. So, so we're going on 19, 20 years yeah, now. Enough, yeah. The um, reasons we left South Africa are unfortunately written in the newspapers, so we don't have to go into no. details there. Of course, yeah. We went uh, via, via New Zealand. So we lived there for six years okay. and decided Canada was the next place for us. Um, funny enough, people say, why Canada? I say, it's the weather. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> and you're laughing and yeah. uh, it's, it's intended to evoke the laugh, but we fell in love with snow sports and yeah. with ice sports. So yeah. I have 15 years of coaching hockey and yeah. playing and uh, refereeing and my yeah. son, uh, my, both my sons played. Yeah. My daughter is figure skater and a figure skating uh, instructor and coach. So. Canada was a natural for us from that point onwards. And at the time when we made the move, oil was good. Yes. Oil was good. Rest yeah. of the world yeah. tanked, but yeah. oil was good. Oil was. Yeah. And that's how we ended up in Canada. We settled in Alberta. Yep. Um, and lived in Canmore and, and uh, with two cowboys we've been traveling quite a bit. So you yeah. asked what about our travels? Yeah, some of the memorable uh, places you've been. So I don't think I've slept in my own bed for longer than two weeks in the last three years, to be honest yeah. with you. Um, yeah. It's uh, at a time. Yeah. The uh, the travels has taken us everywhere. We, we revisited a lot of, of where we come from. So yeah. in the last couple of years, we've done two trips to South Africa. Okay. Uh, it was it was a revelation because I haven't been to South Africa in 16 years. Okay. So this was a, a real eye-opener for us. Um, also an opportunity to reconnect with our roots. So you'll see there's South African content there and a lot of content about Brai. So uh, we joke about barbecue because we didn't know there was another way to cook. Yeah. Other than mm -hmm. outside open fire and coals. Yes. Yeah. So that's that's part of our, our heritage and our blood. Yeah. The South Africans do that. Yeah. And uh, not low and slow, more fast and hot. Hot and fast, yeah. But we have the beef, we have the lamb, we have all the other good that goes with it. New Zealand then, obviously, because that's the time we spend there. But the other reason New Zealand attracted us back again and again is the enormous explosion in food culture right yeah. and we th we think number one is because there's a lot of producers in New Zealand you get okay. you get some of the best produce there the, yes. the best dairy meat yeah. lamb, the lamb um, yeah. but a lot of Europeans migrated over to New Zealand in the last 20 years okay uh, Europeans uh, that make the best limoncello Italian families okay. uh, chocolate oh, chocolate families yeah. we had white stone cheeses makes the best blue cheese nice. in the world yeah. I think second best blue cheese two years in a row or something yeah. so with the produce that's in New Zealand with the climate that they have yeah. there's been an explosion interesting I've not seen uh, celebrities in MasterChef get celebrated as much as they do in New Zealand and Australia. Okay. And I think to a large extent that contributed to the explosion yeah. that, that was there for, for the food culture. Mm -hmm. So that brought us to New Zealand, but we sneaked in a little bit of the US around the beer business. Right. Last year we uh, dipped our foot into Europe. 
okay. if all goes well we'll be back in Europe at the end of October in France awesome. there's a good South African friend there that set up a, a, a smokehouse nice. uh, roaming smokehouse in Paris okay Quivers nice. Bry he cooks for people like Dior the companies like okay. Dior oh, wow. and Disneyland <laughs> yeah. so, who's that so, Coopers? Uh, his name is Quivers Bry K-O-B-U-S Bry you'll get him on Instagram okay I'll have to check that out you so must check him out in, yeah. so we'll go and connect with him and we'll spend a little bit of time more in, in uh the old world in Italy. Right, nice. Same yeah. ideas. The food culture keeps yeah. pulling us back it's, there, yeah. and, it, and it, it keeps building momentum for us yeah. to show people what quality looks like. Yeah. Well, and that's great that you've kind of found uh, something that obviously you have a passion for the yeah. food end of it, and uh, yeah. you're, you're pushing towards some of that. So that's right. That's great. I'm going to take a quick. Uh, pause here for a word from our uh, Alberta Podcast Network sponsor and then we'll be back. This episode is brought to you by the Alberta Blue Cross Wellness Summit, a day to explore fresh perspectives and practices around wellness at work. Here's what Linda Crawford of Alberta Blue Cross had to say about the summit. You know, Alberta Blue Cross really wants to support people. We truly, truly are moving the needle in a way that we want to make an impact. And so, you know, coming to even a first ever event is always fun. You can always now be able to say, hey, I was at that event. And our intention is to really leverage and scale this on an annual basis. So why not come and be that first pioneer and leader that raises their hand and says, you know what, this sounds fantastic. I want to be part of this movement, the energy that's going to happen there. Sign me up. It's happening October 10th at the Renaissance Edmonton Airport Hotel. Sign yourself up at thewellnesssummit.ca. We're back. Let's talk about Alberta and some of the kind of barbecue-related stuff you're doing here. That's uh, kind of how we, our, our paths have crossed. For sure. Working, doing some uh, work with Alberta Pork here in, uh, in Alberta. Talk about uh, that relationship a little bit and the barbecue, uh, the barbecue travels you guys are doing. For sure. I, uh, I mentioned Augustus. Um, from Linwood Ranch yes. before my first real cowboy barbecue square dancing experience was with uh, Ducks Unlimited okay. at Linwood Ranch right. and Gus was cooking prime rib nice and uh, I, I would say it stopped me in my tracks I said I, I want more of this yeah. I, I need to ex- I need to get more of that culture coming my way and he um, invited us told us about the uh, barbecue competition Smoke and Q yep and we said to him, all right, well, we'd like to be there. And we made our first programs yeah. to Smoke and Q. And, and, we, and we got to meet some of the barbecue uh, teams right. um, and supported some of these events to the best of our abilities. Sure. We can time and budget and money allows course, us to do yeah. that and got to know some of the, the folks on the, on the circuit. Yeah. Um, with our content growing, then the relationship with Alberta Pork eventually manifested itself. And right. the, the, the goal for us is to do and help Alberta Pork do what they do, and that is to get people to eat more Alberta Pork. Yeah, absolutely. But it's also the 50th anniversary. Yeah. Okay. So with that, uh, there's more of a story. Last mm-hmm. year, we did a similar program uh, about Alberta barley and malt okay. and not many people in the world know that the major beer brands in the world probably all use Alberta barley and malt right. and it's malted right down the road here yeah. by, by Canada malting yes. so the same story we're uncovering with uh, pork yeah. Okay. Yeah. so we're working on a, on a mini documentary for Alberta pork that should nice. see the light around November awesome. for the AGM uh, with that, then also supporting some of the other initiatives around the competitions. Pokepalooza right. is a big one that yeah. we that we made a big effort yes. with. Um, and then some of the main producers, you'll see some features of those coming out. But nice. but that 
builds and cement our relationship with Alberta Pork mm-hmm. even more so yeah. because it's just a fantastic product. Yeah, it is. And and a few things we've discovered, yeah. if I may, if yeah. I may. Look, number one is the bacon we ate in New Zealand. Yeah, Alberta bacon. It comes with Alberta pork. They make the bacon in New Zealand, but it's okay. made from okay. Alberta pork. Nice. Uh, not allowed to sell fresh pork in New Zealand. There's okay. some politics around that uh, one. But okay. I didn't know that some of the best pork in Japan. Yes, uh, Darcy. When I was talking to Darcy uh, back in July, he mentioned that That's Japan's right. number one, uh, the number one co- uh, customer for them. So. That's right. Yeah. And we just here up on the road in uh, Santera Farms is starting one of the. I think he's one of the best tasting salami factories out there. He's they're doing a joint venture with a with an Italian fellow, nice. because the best pork is here. The knowledge is in Italy, and they're saying, why don't we get it together? Right? You know, take go to the mountain if you can, and yeah. so the mountain pork is here. And those are some of the stories that awesome. we're uncovering, yeah. and more people need to know about it. Yeah, I yeah. agree. That's uh, I, I've said it before. That's what drew me into the whole barbecue culture is the the people and the stories. So yeah. that's uh, this. I, I think Alberta, and, and if we smart about Canada, and I don't want to get into politics here, and I'm, I'm very vocal when it gets to politics, but if we smart about Canada, we should start to recognize the food production heritage and potential of this country. Yeah. Um, we, we have everything and more going for it than a tiny little place like New Zealand has. Sure. I mean, we have the energy, we have the produce, we have the talent, we have this. If only, this is a political pun I'm going to get there, and I know everybody's on the same page with that one, is if only we can get out of our own way. Yes. We can get people to actually produce and stop uh, making laws and, mm-hmm. and regulations and give us incentives to do great things, take it to the world. Yeah. I think Alberta's got a really great story to tell in that regard. And I think that's partly why we back Yes. to Western Canada even though we can be in New Zealand and run two cowboys from there sure. uh, in fact they think cowboys are cool here yeah. cowboys are every day yeah. in South Africa they look at cowboys they think we're we're, we're off our rockers so so there's, there's market for our business yeah. in many places in the world but we keep going back here because yeah. the story here is now unfolding and I think you're getting you're recognizing the Absolutely, same opportunity yeah. if you yeah. see the passion that goes into the barbecue competitions now yeah. and who gets into the barbecue competitions it's every, yeah, it's a, yeah. you guys yeah. new people yeah. yeah there's a lot of new faces show popping up so it is there uh, is that's great to see I'm, uh, yeah. I'm thrilled about that so. we can do a pop-up market next year in the boundary yeah. country we're going to get more people to do barbecue festivals yeah. I like the festival idea more yeah. than the competition mm-hmm. idea but I want to lure people out that doesn't cook for a living but that that has a, a lot of guts to come and do it yeah. and showcase in a not intimidating situation yeah. so that you don't have competitions and judges and stuff necessarily but yeah. um, we're looking for opportunities like those and yeah. we will we will find them and we're going to tell these stories that's awesome that's awesome man uh, so you kind of touch anything else coming up uh, that we haven't talked about uh, is that not enough no I <laughs> guess so <laughs> well winter is always a slowdown for us but yeah. it's also an opportunity to reset and get a few things sorted out now yeah. obviously we've got big plans for next year yeah. um, the other thing we, we want to celebrate with our cooking next year more we hope we could do it this year but because we're so close closely located to the Okanagan mm-hmm. we want to take more produce that you just get on the side of the road Yeah, you drive off yeah. in, in, in a farm gate speak to the farmer what do you have yeah. and cook with that yeah. now people do it in Europe and Australia and New Zealand there's programs on television everywhere about yeah. that but we don't recognize what is on the farm uh, and we saw that with Alberta right? Farm Days yeah. yes. we did a program the year before last and uh, with a livery just south of Okotoks okay. and uh, didn't know how much effort went into lamb production in Alberta yeah. 
Do you know about a producer? I, I do. I know that we have lamb here. I don't know uh, yeah. to the extent, but uh, beautiful lamb. Mm-hmm. In Costco, you buy the Aussie version <laughs> and the New Zealand right? version. Yeah. yeah, if you can afford it. Yeah. So, uh, but there's so much that we can expose people to, and I think when people rec- well discover it. There'll be more of a demand. Yeah. There's more opportunities for producers. It's like you said, yeah. get out of our own way, right? Yeah. Awesome. So where can folks find the Two Cowboys? Where can they find Two where's Cowboys? Social media. Where uh, it's, uh, Google Two Cowboys. And, we, to, and yeah. what, we're, not the, we're not the rainbow guys. We're the other guys. <laughs> so I need to be very sensitive nowadays with these, the way you put these things. No, yeah. Two Cowboys, um, we didn't know when we started off that it was actually a brand associated with our good friends at, at, at Brokeback Mountain. And, okay. Uh, and that part of the of the um, let's leave it Culture, at that yep. <laughs> yeah and uh, but we've drowned them out now so you, right. you google two cowboys yep. and do cowboys and barbecue yep. uh, we're the front page so and we're on YouTube. Facebook YouTube Instagram right. and I sort of pulled a and blog blog's a very big part of, yes. of us and, okay. and I think not many people know about our blog but it's our serious side okay so the Joker side and the celebration side is on the, is on the video content. But right. if you want to see where the heart and the soul is of the Cowboys, it's on the blog. Right. That's also where most of our advocacy happens for people to cook themselves. All right. well, uh, I'll put the links in the show notes for all of that. Please do. Please Absolutely. do. One in particular I'd like to highlight. Yes. and uh, It's a, a bit of a business case for people to cook mm-hmm. their own food and trying to show and demonstrate what a restaurant needs to go through before they put a f- plate of food in front of you and how the economic stacks up versus when you go to the butcher by yourself a really nice uh, rib steak and, and cook it with a bit of butter and uh, and truffle oil yeah. and see what it sets you back in the quality that you eat and you realize yeah. the economics of a restaurant is bad economics as far as quality of food is concerned yeah. and as far as health, uh, how healthy you can be so that's one of the things we highlight in our blogs which you don't see in our videos necessarily I'll, uh, I'll put a link there and uh, the last thing I uh, like to ask is uh, it's dinner time you're firing up the grill or the smoker. What's your uh, what's your go-to, Hendrick? <laughs> I don't don't shoot me for this one. Uh, lamb rump. Sorry? Sorry, Darcy. Lamb rump. Lamb rump. Okay. Lamb rump. Yeah. We did or a, or a deboned lamb shoulder. Okay. We do it the the, the kiwi way. Uh, we just show it to the fire and then we take it away. Awesome. So eat it medium rare. Yep. Uh, you basically just you just scald the fat on the outside and you just caramelize the meat a little and when it's still pink and beautiful in the, in the center, yep. you get a nice nice uh, mature uh, piece of lamb. Nice. That's our go-to. Awesome. That's, um, and if I if I have a lot of beer I need to get through, I go for the tougher cut, which is a leg of lamb. Okay. And then that one goes for the long haul. <laughs> Marinating that a little. Eight hours, ten hours. Yeah. You do it like you, you do it like a pork butt. Actually, right, yeah. people don't know that. It's a little smaller, so you can get through it faster. Slow, yeah. Six to eight to to yeah. eight hours. Uh, if we do it the way we do it with right. some really nice sauces and so forth. So um, we had a little bit of that at Pokapalooza, okay. and I took it off the smoker, my, the Yoder mm-hmm. smoker that the the fellows gave us to yeah. um, to work with. And I was busy cutting it, and I turned away, and when I turned back, it was gone. Gone. <laughs> gone, 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 gone. And everybody says, we want more, we want more. I didn't, I didn't bring enough. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And I discovered uh, why Canadians don't know that much about lamb. It's not because we don't, we don't rear and grow the things mm-hmm. here. It's because apparently our grandparents had mutton in the World War, and that put them off lamb, and it didn't become part of the culture of yeah. what we are in Canada because of that blemish on the history of lamb cultivation and connoisseur. Interesting. Where uh, we grew up, South Africa, New Zealand, 
uh, more so New Zealand because of the grass, South Africa because of the semi-arid conditions. Right. Cattle doesn't do that, does well, but it's like Australia, but lamb does better okay. because it's uh, yeah. less picky eaters. Okay. And with with that, we grew up with lamb. So. Well, I was at uh, Brewery in the Beast here a couple weeks ago. And if uh, the number of lamb dishes that were being served there is any indication, it might be making a bit of a resurgence. It should make a comeback. Uh, there it was a should lot definitely there, make so. a comeback. But other yeah. than that, my wife said to me, oh, man, not pork again. <laughs> and I, I have to blame Darcy and Alberta Pork with that one because yeah. we are discovering more and more and more ways how we can make pork work for us. Yeah. Um, and uh, so he asked what's, what's coming. I don't know. We might publish pictures in this one, but I want to steer clear of, of some trouble here. But I got six suggling pigs oh, nice. organized for Thanksgiving. Mm. And we'll make a program about that one. And awesome. no animal rights people around us, please. Oh, but I uh, will debone little suckling pigs. Yep. They're going to be about uh, eight, 12 weeks old. Oh, nice. And we're going to do it the way the Italians have been doing it for mm. hundreds, thousands of years. Yeah, that's, uh, in the smoker, slowly roasted with potatoes and onion. Nice. Can't beat that. Don't be done. Hendrick, <laughs> thanks so much for doing this. Really appreciate it, man. All right, and I can keep going, but I appreciate <laughs> you giving us a shot at this. No, and uh, I think you're doing an awesome job. Thanks, I man. Mean, I, I want to give that back to you. I appreciate that. Because the more people get a chance to learn a little bit more about how great our food is and the people behind it. I agree. I mean, this is just fantastic. Thanks for having me. Thank you. That's a wrap, everybody. Thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. Please be sure to subscribe to the show, and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and review. Big thanks to Hendrick for joining me to talk about the two cowboys, and be sure to follow their adventures on YouTube. Quick reminder here to check out SeatGiant.ca. The Alberta Podcast Network is pleased to partner with SeatGiant to offer our listeners a discount on tickets for all the biggest events. Whether you're looking for seats to cheer on your favorite team or tickets to the hottest concert or theater show, SeatGiant has you covered. They are Canadian-owned and operated, and the great thing is that all prices are in Canadian dollars, so you don't have to worry about any exchange rate surprises when your credit card statement arrives, even for tickets to events in the U.S. Use the checkout code APN at checkout to save 5% on your purchase, and you'll be helping out the network at the same time. Visit www.seatgiant.ca and use the code APN at checkout. Wherever you are, I encourage you to get out and support your local barbecue joints. If you're here in Alberta, do me a favor and check out the Alberta Barbecue Trail page at eatmorebarbecue.ca for a listing of all the great barbecue joints in Alberta. While you're on the website, uh, have a look at the shop page to check out the t-shirts I have for sale. Let me know if you're interested. As you go about your day, don't forget to spread a little love and positivity to those around you. It can be as simple as saying hello to a stranger or holding a door open for someone. Be sure to hit me up on social to let me know about your barbecue adventures. I'm on Twitter at EatMoreBarbecue and on Facebook and Instagram at Eat underscore more underscore barbecue. And the email is EatMoreBarbecue at gmail.com. Thank you to Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue podcast. And until next time, folks, keep on smoking. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB, and is a production of www.eatmorebarbecue.ca.